Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. There is an old phrase, you probably have heard it, that says, be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Basically, it's referring to the fact that oftentimes what we want in life will become what bites us in the backside (laughs) in the end. Uh, Consider the the sad example, though, of Corboy Bala, an African-American firefighter who used his life savings to open a sports bar. His plans to open were sabotaged when rioters and looters burned his bar to the ground. His wife's heartbreaking Facebook post explained that they do not have insurance and were facing financial ruin because of the destruction. Here's what she said. She said, quote, as we were standing in front of the restaurant, people were in the back trying to steal the safe. This just happened an hour ago in broad daylight. It's so easy to say that what people should do and shouldn't do until it affects you. Yes, people are mad and upset. I get that. And I understand the protest. I'm hearing people say, F the business. They have insurance. Well, we don't. And this is all out of pocket. Let someone come run in your home and loot for the cause. Then, and let's see you be okay with it. This is our neighborhood. And if you have children and you couldn't even walk them down the street because everything is burning or destroyed, you wouldn't understand unless you was in this position. Justice for George Floyd, but not this kind of justice. And, and there's actually an update to this. Um, the building in which they were just about to open, I mean, just like days from opening the sports bar, has now been uh, demolished. The whole building has been demolished because of the devastation and the fires. The, the, the rioters and looters who uh, are involved in this chaos are you know, racially diverse, but in some areas, the neighborhoods targeted for destruction are clearly minority communities. The Star Tribune reported that the riots in Minneapolis left Minnesota communities of color devastated. And and you see that in a lot of different communities. The long-term economic costs of this vandalism, rioting and looting, disproportionately burdened minorities. And and the the group, this, this radical activism says they support. So be careful what you wish for. The Daily Wire reports, uh, surveillance footage captured a woman igniting the front door of a Coptic uh, Orthodox church in Surrey, British Columbia, just five days before a large fire finally burned it to the ground. Royal Canadian Mountain Police uh, Sergeant Eleanor Stucco uh, said that, that police do not yet have enough evidence to link the woman in the video to the second fire that ravaged the building on July 19th, but what the, they are treating both instances as suspicious, especially since the church provided video of a woman setting the first fire. The, the, the St. George Coptic Orthodox Church is the latest Christian house of worship to fall victim 
to the dozens of church arsons, uh, attacks, and other things, vandalism, that have swept Canadian provinces in recent weeks uh, after hundreds of unmarked Indigenous graves were uh, discovered at the sites of re, um, residential schools in Saskatchewan, uh, Manitoba, and British Columbia. The attacks have in, encompassed several Christian tradition, traditions ranging from Roman Catholics and Anglicans to Vietnamese Protestants. Uh, just a few days ago, the head of a civil libertarians association tweeted, burn it all down. Another Alberta lawyer echoed on Twitter, quote, let me be clear, I would help her burn it down, and that would light our way forward. And also, I would help defend anyone charged in arson if they actually did burn things, unquote. And then she hashtagged this with hashtag burn it all down. Rebel news journalist Ezra Levant uh, warned that uh, the ongoing church arsons in Canada threatened to move the country toward the sort of systemic um, persecution that uh, afflicted Jewish people in the pre-war Germany. Levant spoke to Fox News host Tucker Carlson, who observed that Canada increasingly resembles a communist country. Quote, I'm reluctant to use the word uh, Kristallnacht, because we're not yet there. Levant said that uh, this was the night of broken glass in, in the pre-Holocaust Germany, where they smashed and burned and killed Jewish synagogues and um, killed Jewish Jews in the synagogues. And it was a, um, it was just a precursor to the Holocaust. Uh, quote, obviously we are not that far gone yet. He continued but what do you call it when literally dozens of churches are being systematically vandalized and torched? Now, several churches have been burned and some completely destroyed in Canada since hundreds of unmarked indigenous graves have been discovered at the sites of uh, residential schools, as, as I said, in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and British Columbia, often run... Um, by churches, the residential school program was a government-funded program in the late uh, 19th and early 20th centuries that forced Indigenous children into uh, boarding schools uh, to uh, assimilate them into the Canadian culture. Now, Canadian churches and politicians have since apologized for this program. Um, I quote, I think these are dark days for religious, religious freedom in Canada, uh, unquote, is what uh, Lamont added. Um, in addition to the destruction of the churches, Christian pastors in several Canadian provinces have faced uh, exorbitant fines and even imprisonment for continuing to meet for worship despite strict COVID-19 lockdowns. Uh, we, we actually covered on this podcast uh, one such incident, and uh, you can go back again, you can always hear archived podcasts at uh, uncommonsensepodcast.com. And Alberta made uh, international headlines for jailing several pastors, including Pastor Arthur Polowski. This is the, the one that we covered, who grew up in Poland under the jackboot of the Soviets. Now, Polowski, who um, potentially faces four years 
in prison for conducting church services in defiance of Alberta's Public Health Act, has re- repeatedly warned that the communist tactics against religion that, that he experienced behind the Iron Curtain uh, as, as a young man have since moved to Canada. He, he, he says these are basically the same things. It's, it's all happening here uh, in, in North America. Uh, in June, uh, Senator Josh Hawley uh, urged the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom uh, to consider adding Canada, of all countries, to its watch list because of how the country has been treating Christians. Uh, and, and from this, Ben Johnson of the Daily Wire writes about this. He says, hundreds of thousands of Christians fled to Canada to escape religious persecution in Egypt, only to find the same irrational hatred lashing out at them in the West. On July 19th, an arsonist burned down St. George Coptic Church in Surrey, British Columbia. Quote, many of the members of our community immigrated here in search of safety from political persecution in our uh, home countries. So it's difficult to wrap our heads around the idea of religious persecution in Canada. Um, Parishioner Steve uh, Faltas told the Washington Street Journal, uh, Wall Street Journal, uh, quote, it's a very difficult pill to swallow to even think this is a hate crime based on our religious beliefs, unquote. And, and I'll add that, that, you know, this is not something that uh, we should ignore. This is not something that is uh, maybe going to be all that uncommon in the future, that, uh, of course, uh, there's going to be, and, oh, and has been for a long time, uh, hate crimes based on religious beliefs. Um, the successful fire came just five days of this church after video surveillance footage captured a woman attempting to set the church ablaze. Canada's Coptic population has many questions about what the authorities did to protect uh, our church, they said, especially considering the attempt on the same church um, just days before, said Bishop Mina, who observed the Coptic churches. Uh, who, the, he, they, the, this bishop oversees the Coptic churches of Western Canada. And the cops uh, for whom um, persecution was a way of life in Egypt are not the only ones whom modern-day Canada uh, reminds of their lives under pro- profoundly anti-Christian regimes. On July 4th, someone set fire to the Calvary Vietnamese Alliance Church an evangelical church compromised of Southeast Asian refugees, many of whom fled communism. Uh, Quote, we escaped from Vietnam to come here to get more freedom, to live, and and, and we think it was a good country. And now it it happened to our church, said Pastor uh, Tai Tai Nguyen. Maybe uh, it is not safe to be here in Canada compared to Vietnam, they said. Now, the fires are the latest in a string of at least 45 cases of church vandalism vandalism sweeping Canada. Did you hear, hear what I said there? The fires are the latest in a string of 45 cases of church vandalism sweeping Canada. The t- 10 churches have been torched since June 21st. In a familiar twist, the fires erupted as part of a media-fueled outrage after digging up 
uh, atrocities from the long dead past. For more than a century, the government sent indigenous children belonging to native tribes, uh, now dubbed First Nations, uh, to boarding schools. These schools, which were often run by a Roman Catholic church, were su uh, supposed to teach them English and help them assimilate into the Canadian culture, as we said. But the poorly you know, supplied dorms were rife with physical and, and even sexual abuse, and an estimated 4,100 children died on their watch, often uh, of disease. Uh, in May, officials found the remains of 215 indigenous children at the site of a former residential school in Kamloops, uh, British Columbia. Uh, in June, another 751 bodies were discovered on the grounds uh, of Mar Maryville uh, Indian Residential School in Saskatchewan. These are not new or unknown deaths. They are long forgotten graveyards. The Canadian government's Truth and Reconciliation Commission noted that school ministers uh, had buried children who died of disease and haste, often in poorly marked graves. When the schools shut down, the makeshift wooden grave markers decayed, and, and what officials have uncovered is a cemetery, not a mass grave. One tribal chief um, uh, said that uh, this is not a mass gravesite. These are unmarked graves, yet the New York Times, of course, the newspaper of record, right? And the CNN, who dubs themselves as the most trusted name in news, <laughs> both described such areas as mass graves. The reality is terrible enough without embellishment. Uh, instant, instantly, vandals began targeting Catholic and Anglican churches sometimes uh, sprawling 215 or 751 on the buildings. But soon, any Christian would do. Obviously, Coptic immigrants never had anything to do with the indigenous school system. Neither did the Vietnamese or recently formed Pentecostal or non-denominational congregations that have experienced the wrath of modern-day leftists bound to exact revenge for a sin these parishes never committed. You know, to their credit, tribal leaders have condemned the violence. Quote, to burn things down is not our way, said Perry Bellegarde, a, a national chief of the Assembly of First Nations. Quote, our way is to build relationships and come together, unquote. These church burnings are not the uh, explosive rage of the descendants of those harmed. They express the Canadian intelligentsia hated, uh, hatred for, for Christianity. A hearing of these attacks um, and these acts of, of arson, the, the head of the British Columbia Civil Liberties Association tweeted, as I said, burn it down. You know, it's th this type of, of fuel on the fire makes things worse. And it will come back to bite people. You do have to worry about what you wish for. Despite the unhinged hatred toward Christian houses of worship taking place in, in our closest neighboring country, the U.S. media have said virtually nothing about it. Fox News is the exception. 
having run a number of stories on their website. The highest rated host uh, on cable uh, news, Tucker Carlson, of course, interviewed Canadian journalist Ezra Levant, as I said, about the string of anti-Christian vandalism and destruction on July 8th. Uh, Shannon Beam reported on the tragedies uh, on the July 15th edition of Fox News at night. Unfortunately, that stands in contrast to the left of center cable news outlets. A Google search, if you want to Google search it, uh, appears to show zero results for the church arson story on MSNBC. But the network ran two articles bemoaning the fact that the U.S. Catholic bishops are considering telling pro-abortion Catholic uh, politicians it is unwise to receive Holy Communion while, you know, facilitating the moral sin of abortion. Uh, Rachel Maddow (laughs) also interviewed Texas State uh, Representative Nicole Collier on on July 9th, who praised local churches for organizing against state voters' integrity laws. So apparently, if you take all of this, into consideration, apparently denying the vote to non-citizens and the dead is a greater atrocity than the mass persecution of Canadians' largest faith community. Now, similarly, CNN's descriptions and transcripts uh, don't record any mention of the church arsons on television. By contrast, CNN's website has run four stories about heartbreaking but long ago, residential school abuse. And Jake Tapper um, covered the, the abuse story on July 8th. Thus far, CNN has posted only one story about the anti-Christian hate crimes, which may be worse than nothing, actually. The, the uh, second sentence of this describes the arsons as, quote, the latest in a string of recent events affecting the country's indigenous communities, unquote. Rather rather than a string of arsons affecting the country's Christian communities, right? CNN adds this, that the churches were destroyed as Canada, as Canada confronts its history of systemic abuse of indigenous communities with the recent discoveries of hundreds of human remains at the sites of two former boarding schools, which were operated by the Catholic religion, by Catholic religious groups. So I would say, be careful what you wish for. Now, that makes it sound like they kind of had it coming. If if you if if you twist things this way, it sounds like CNN is basically saying. That, it, that they kind of had it coming. A sentiment echoed by, actually, Canada's left-wing prime minister, Justin Trudeau. The, the Liberal Party leader began his, his condemnation of the arsons by saying this, quote, I understand the anger that is out there against the federal government and institutions like the Catholic Church. It's real. And it is fully understandable, unquote. So, so in a way, what he's saying here is, please, don't burn their churches. But who can blame you if you are wanting to, right? Isn't that what he's saying? This, this, this is not leadership. Justin Trudeau is not showing leadership of any kind here. And he's only adding fuel to the fire 
and, and giving permission to those that are doing this. I would say, and I, and if I had Justin Trudeau, uh, on the phone right here or on the podcast, I would tell him, be careful what you wish for. I mean, he, he said just the other day, he, he was on a phone call with the Pope and he told the Pope, you need to, to, uh, um, you know, apologize for what is happening here and what has happened here. Uh, and, and yet nothing is said about the church burnings. Be careful what you wish for. And as in the United States, the powers that seem to, to indicate that they uh, will make no effort to stop the arson as long as riders burn the right targets, right? I mean, it's, it's okay to loot and it's okay to riot and it's okay to burn if you're burning the right targets. And if innocent brown people, you know, suffering PTSD from decades of persecution overseas are, you know, re-traumatized, so be it. The arc of social justice bends rather slowly, don't you think? The victims uh, maintain their, their hope through supernatural faith and inspiration from the Word of God. And, uh, when you take a look at these, these churches that are burning, they are truly um, in, in, a, in a good frame of mind. And, and obviously this comes from uh, a biblical perspective. Uh, and listen to this. She said, quote, While we are in shock and devastated, by this loss, we hold firm to the belief that a church is far more than a building, and we will come together as a community to rebuild, said uh, Father uh, Bensi uh, Gerringe, I guess is, is how you pronounce that. The parish, he's the parish priest. Quote, we reflect on the words of the prophet Amos, uh, who uh, prophesied the words of God's uh, God saying, in that day, I will restore David's fallen shelter. I will repair its broken walls and restore its ruins and will return it as it used to be. Amos 9.11. Now, the, uh, the people of the West should also learn another verse from the Bible. And that would be, Ezekiel 18.20, and that says this, The son shall not bear the guilt of the father, nor the father bear the guilt of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. Americans and Canadians must take that verse to heart before more of our cultural and moral capital burns. The media must stop fanning the flames before they get what they wish for, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I mean, I, and I'll say this. Uh, I have seen these this play out time and time again. Uh, when I was mayor of a uh, small community, um, we were fighting corruption. And there was, de- there was definitely a lot of corruption. And I've told some of the story before, and I'm sure I'll tell it again, but... Uh, in a nutshell, we were fighting a lot of corruption in the area. And uh, there was a lot of people who uh, they, they had been used to having their way for quite a while, and they were not used to people like myself and others that were coming against them. And what, they, what these individuals ended up 
trying to do was support an individual whose job was just simply to create chaos. Uh, in fact, he would come in what seemed like on a daily basis and he would come into the city, uh, um, city hall and he would, uh, ask for just a ton of information so that, uh, he was trying to do everything he could to keep, uh, the, the, the city employees busy, uh, doing just worthless stuff. So they would have to go into the archives and they'd have to drag up all kinds of paperwork and they would. Um, just be busy doing just stupid work that, um, and for whatever reason, you know, he, he just wanted to create this chaos and, and he would, I had no, numerous conversations with him and I was, and I would say, you, you know, you, you're doing this because you want to be one of these good old boys. And he said, he said, no, I am one of these good old boys. And, and he, he wanted to be so a part of the group that he was, he would do whatever it took to try to be a part of this group. And this group of good old boys, they really liked him. <laughs> and they really, I uh, really supported what he was doing. And he was kind of their attack dog. And they really liked that. And in the end, when uh, I, I ended up, uh, I was pastoring a church there. And I ended up uh, leaving the church uh, and, and leaving, obviously, the community to go to uh, uh, go elsewhere. Um, and I was no longer mayor uh, as soon, after I left the entire, um, the employ, all the employees of that entire city, uh, quit, including the city manager. Um, the incoming, uh, mayor, uh, was, was one of the good old boys. And, uh, and so everybody quit. Um, and what they discovered was this attack dog. Well, he wasn't going to stop. And so he continued to do what he was doing uh, when under under my watch. Uh, he continued to do that to them, and it got so bad that uh, after a while, um, even the new mayor quit, the new city manager quit, the city manager after that quit, and all all but I think if I remember right, two of the city council members quit. Uh, it, it was it, it was a bad situation. It even made in the news that <laughs> so many people were quitting. But uh, you, you just have to make sure that you watch what you wish for. And if you're willing to do what some of these people are doing here, Justin Trudeau and, 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 the, and the ilk, um, if they're going to support these, these people burning these churches and they're going to, to um, say, hey, you know, let it burn, hashtag let it burn, then you better watch what you wish for because it will come back to bite you. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, if you uh, would go to uncommonsensepodcast.com, uh, you can uh, send, um, send us an email there or respond to each one. You can go onto our Facebook page uh, and uh, subscribe to that. Uh, obviously, Instagram as well. Uh, and again, thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.